the great deeds of Rabbi Chia. The people passing Rabbi Chia's field were surprised when they saw what he was planting, flax. Everyone knew that Rabbi Chia was a holy man and a great sage. When he davened, the heavenly gates opened and his prayers were answered on the spot. When Rabbi Chia prayed for the winds, they blew. When he prayed for rain, it began to rain. Rabbi Chia's arrival in the city or village always brought blessing and protection to that place. Since his arrival in the land of Israel, the terrible storms ceased and the wine never turned sour. The people were therefore puzzled if Rabbi Chia had planted wheat or fruits for his sustenance they could have understood. However, what did a great sage need flax for? When the crop ripened, the field was covered with a white layer of flax. Rabbi Chia did not sell the flax to a manufacturer for clothing or ropes, as people expected. Instead, Rabbi Chia himself made threads from the flax. He then wove the threads into nets for trapping wild animals, such as deer or beers. Well, let's see. Perhaps Rabbi Chia was planting, planning to earn a living from selling traps, people thought. But they were wrong. Rabbi Chia set the traps up himself in the forest. And when a deer was caught, he shechted it and skinned it. Is it possible that Rabbi Chia worked so hard merely to eat a piece of meat, people asked? Once more, they were wrong. Rabbi Chia gave the meat away to the little kinderlach of a poor family. Rabbi Chia then took the hide of the deer and soaked it for several days in water while his children were playing in the background. When it was soft, he cleaned it and made parchment out of it. Rabbi Chia did the same with every deer that he caught. The meat he distributed to needy widows and orphans, and from the skin he made parchments. The townspeople then saw how Rabbi Chia spent many hours each day writing on the parchment. They realized that he was writing holy scrolls to study from. In the days before the printing presses were invented, books had to be copied by hand onto scrolls of parchment. It was a difficult task and time-consuming. Rabbi Chia was copying holy svarim that a Jew cannot be without, which are the Chamishuchum Shaitaira and the six parts of the Mishnah. That was the only svarim that were available then. Each week, new scrolls were added to Rabbi Chia's shelves. People wondered why was he making so many copies of Chumash and Mishnah? How many did he need? When he was finally done with the writing, Rabbi Chia tied all the scrolls into a large bundle and set off on a long journey. After several weeks, he reached a faraway village. There was no rabbi or teacher in the village. The men were busy all day in the fields. The women were busy at home, and the children wandered about aimlessly, receiving no education. They were ignorant of Torah, and no one realized how sad the situation was. 
The village had a small shul which was used only on Shabbos and Yom Tovim. Rabbi Chia gathered all the children in the shul. He sat the younger children on one bench and the older children on another bench. Now Rabbi Chia handed out the scrolls from his bundle. The younger children were given the scrolls containing the Chumash, while the older children were given the scrolls of the Mishnah. Rabbi Chia taught the children with patience and love. Each child was taught one specific book of Chumash or one section of Mishnah. The children listened spellbound to Rabbi Chia's explanations, absorbing every word like a thirsty person who discovers water in a desert. When the children knew and understood all that they had learned, Rabbi Chia took his empty bundle and prepared to leave. Rabbi, the children pleaded, you have brightened our lives by giving us a taste of the beautiful Torah. Until now we only knew how to play, but now we learned so much we feel like proper Yidden. Who will teach us Torah from, from now on? I shall return in a few months, children, said Rabbi Chia. Until then, teach each other what I have taught you already. Avremel here has learned Bereshis, so he will teach it to the rest of you. Yitzchak, another boy, will teach everyone Shemais, and so on. After you finish Chumash, the older boys will take turns teaching everyone Mishnayis. When I return, Be'ezrus Hashem, I will test you on what you have already learnt. Where are you off to, Rabbi Chia? the children asked, clinging to him with one hand while clutching their holy Torah scrolls in the other. Unfortunately, there are many other dear children who don't have the chance to study Torah. I need to help them too, Rabbi Chia replied. He kissed the children and bid them farewell. This is what Rabbi Chia did to ensure that the Torah would reach the most far-flung places and not be forgotten. Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi said, How great are the, are the deeds of Rabbi Chia?